0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout. It's episode 52. And as per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your resident Drama School Dropout. This week, I am joined by my former classmate, the wonderfully talented Holly Prowse. Drama School Dropout
1: No graduation day for you Drama School Dropout you hold close, now try something new, to Hello. Hi. How are we? I'm so happy. I'm good. I'm really good. I'm shattered this morning. We just got back from London oh. last like, night, so I am. I am yeah. We got back at like one o'clock in the morning. I was down getting headshots done by um, Kim Hardy. So yeah, I'm. But I'm really excited to be here. I oh, love this podcast. Welcome so to yeah, the
0: podcast. We haven't, I was thinking about Thank this the other you. day. um, Because I, I knew you were coming on, obviously, and I was like doing my little prep. You were uh, one of the last actresses I've seen on stage before... We went into COVID. Really? Yeah. Your show was the last show.
1: Really? was that from The Shakespeare? Yeah. The Shakespeare. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I so, missed it so much. That was Shakespeare just like it was I just loved doing Shakespeare in college. Same. Like
0: and we, we both have something in common. We we both played leads.
1: Yes, yes, we did. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was and so um Leah, our director, who's amazing. Episode two of she, the podcast. Yes, Amelia. <laughs> <And laughs> um, yeah, she she done a cross play of A Fellow and Merchant of Venice, which she named the, the Merchant Venice. in the Moor. I'm sure it oh, was, was no, no. Shakespeare's yes. Venice, the Merchant. In the, yeah, something like that. Um, and I loved it.
0: Something. I've got the program in my memory box. I'm not digging it out. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah um, we have. I have nothing left. Out. Yeah. Talking
0: about Leah, I, I'm not sure when this is coming out yet, but we may be allowed to talk about it. Leah is a massively talented actress, and yeah. um, everyone should come and see her in my new play. This is where we get off on the 21st of April, 2022. Yeah, so, is
1: she in it? Leah's in no, it. Who is she playing? Uh,
0: she's playing Rhonda, is
1: that the neighbor. Yeah, i Oh, she'll be so good in that. I remember because <laughs> yeah. we done. I done the. Um, the, One of the, uh, the first three truths. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I I love. It. Um, I, I don't know if we'll be allowed to talk about this on the podcast, so it might get edited out.
1: <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> well. Oh well.
0: But what I like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast is, how did you get into acting, and what was your first ever role?
1: Oh, oh god. Right. Okay. So, I've always been like a big drama nut now I was so shy when I was younger <laughs> i was so so shy and then um, like it's so weird to think now because I'm quite like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I know um I I was so shy when I was younger and I was I was really privileged that in um, my uncle he you know my family were really big on the arts and stuff and music specifically um and I was really Fortunate that my uncle really helped to push me into going further into it, and you know he he had the 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 money, I guess, to like be able to put me into classes and groups and such. So um, I think I'd always kind of music was kind of the first thing I wanted to do, music and dance. I done dance as soon as I could start walking. It was ballet and stuff, and um, I was going to like ballet schools and blah, blah blah. And I think I just, I just started to explore everything. And my first role I played was, I was, I was it was when I was going to Stagecoach, um, which is a, a group, I guess. Yeah. Um
0: it's like an am-dram sort of
1: yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I think I was sort of seven thing. years old. I was seven years old and my first play I was in was called Aida, the Opera and um, yeah, it's like a an opera. Obviously, I mean, I just said, are you doing the opera
0: by Helen? It's really funny that you mentioned like wanting to do music there because as I was like listening to you talk there, right? You have a really good backdrop for Zoom, and you look like ten out of ten right now. So like, you look like a, you look like a pop star that's like doing like a TV oh interview,
1: God. like you know oh, when they come on like
0: this morning, <laughs> and they're like. Yeah. Ah, Hi, my, Yeah, my, my new album, it's called um, Heartbreak, it'll be on iTunes in two weeks, you should buy it.
1: It's <laughs> all like, blushed up <laughs> Thank you. It's all Thank good. Thank you. Um, yeah, oh my god, that's going to be my, like, bus for the day. I, I think you should end,
0: <laughs> that should be yeah. your Insta-bio. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, my album, Heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. <You know>. Um, <laughs> Do you
0: remember a time that you remembered that this could be an actual career?
1: Like I was saying, my first role as um, the king's niece in Aida the Opera, that was quite a defining moment because that was like my first proper thing on stage. Like that was my first sort of gig. And I remember sort of being like in the room with all the lights, all the actors and blah, 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 and it was such a big deal. And I was like, okay this, but i feel like i was quite young i sort of took it for granted and i was like oh this is cool this is like you know and then i think it wasn't until after like it was made such a big deal and i was like wow this is actually quite nice but it probably wasn't until i was in high school and it was yeah. like a high school play that i was like i really fucking enjoy this like i am like, I'm this is what i need to do like, yeah I am famous and literally <laughs> we done Footloose for like high school or high school show and I was like I don't even get the main role. Like,
0: footloose always just reminds me of Conor Patrick like I can't take it seriously anymore.
1: Conor Patrick yeah. <laughs> yeah for context connor Connor
0: patrick who was episode 25 episode 26 of the podcast one of my good friends from college his go-to karaoke song is footloose so that's why anytime somebody mentions footloose (laughs) i just think of connor patrick um so yeah you're in secondary school and is that when you sort of decide that you're gonna take it a little bit further and carry it on yeah
1: because i think i was very like i said i was really shy and I always felt like the odd one out in my sort of friend group in yeah. high school and they were never interested in that sort of stuff. But I remember just kind of like being on stage. And-
0: the good thing about that though, is that you had people to sell tickets to.
1: Exactly, exactly they were like it was you know they weren't really interested but when they came it was like it was good it was good yeah and that was sort of my first kind of moment where I was like this is that because I didn't know what I wanted to do after school I was stuck when I wanted to do music I wanted to go and I, all my friends were going to uni and I'm not ready for uni at all and I was like I want to do something like this it's not music and yeah. um, and then after that show, I was like, it's acting. I want to do this. is my thing. This is my calling. And then I only applied for one college for Same. acting, and that was ours Glasgow of College. Yeah, the rest were all for music. And I like I got into all of like like colleges and a uh, uni for music. I was like, it just doesn't feel right. And yeah, I remember my audition for that was uh, dreadful because I was like, I don't know what to do for this. I don't, I don't, I've never done like a proper big edition at this age. What did I do? And it was like, you know, you were to come with two two contrasting um, monologues. And then like, we, I don't know if you had to do this. We had to bring like an item and like describe it and like how we relate to this item and stuff like that. Did you not have to do that? No,
0: we had to do a Shakespeare monologue, a contemporary monologue and um, an essay writing about a show that we had seen so I think I probably hold the record for the worst Glasgow Kelvin audition oh wait
1: until you hear mine Uh, you go first
0: right okay so I did Macbeth because I had performed Macbeth a million and one times that's
1: ironic that's Uh, quite ironic
0: it was a full circle moment the whole thing um (laughs) And then I did, I didn't really understand the meaning of a contemporary monologue. So I did, you know, the end monologue from Perks of Being a Wallflower, the film where it's like we are infinite.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So I did that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I know. I hadn't seen any theatre. In ages. So, uh, the last show that I had seen was um, Bianca Del Rio's Roller Decks of Hate. So, I wrote an essay on that. And Leah basically turned around. You know, Leah, she didn't say it in these words, but she basically said, You're shit, but we're going to give you a chance. And I got waitlisted.
1: Yeah, no, I, mine was almost exactly like that. It was, it was awful. I, so I was like, I don't know what to fucking do. Like what the what the hell do I you know what what is a monologue really? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, right, what what is like right, what is a monologue that I know? And I was like, ha, ah, first one that came to my mind was bloody Renz from Footloose because I <laughs> just finished doing Footloose in high school, and I was like, I can do a guy's monologue, okay, and it's the one where he's like in the church and he's purely like giving it everything about like why they should be able to dance or whatever and I was like yeah I'll just do Kevin Bacon's monologue from Finland so I've done that and i done a freaking monologue out of The Vampire Diaries now why I thought that was okay I, I didn't even do anything from theatre like, so did you get shit for doing ones from TV as well? Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I got shit from... For doing one from tv and also one because it was a guy (laughs) and like I had to bring in like our like my item and I brought in my guitar and it literally I sat looked at my guitar and I was like I just relate to this (laughs) because there's so many different variations of guitar and I I have layers like a guitar and like you can do so many things with this guitar (laughs) I, I am I am like versatile and everything, it was was the stupidest thing I could ever say but I didn't know what to say in the moment and you know what Leah's like, Leah is like when you first meet her she's very very like Was
0: it Leah that auditioned you?
1: Yes it was Leah, it was Leah (laughs) that auditioned me and she was like so like I I finished and I just kind of sat back in my chair and I was like okay (laughs) that's it done and she was like okay first of all why the fuck did you do a Kevin Bacon model because now (laughs) I can just see Kevin Bacon in my head and I was like Oh that's oh. a good question Leah. Yeah. <laughs> Leah like, is. I'm trying to show my versatility and she was like you're not that versatile. You cannot <laughs> do a penis within like 10 seconds of the monologue and I was like okay oh, cool. I was like you know what I think you're right. <laughs> so I got so much out on it and that was also like my first meeting with Leah and that was my, <laughs> that was my audition and I was like oh girl this, this girl hates me. This girl hates me. Was, she was so, it was like with Leah, it's very black and white, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Leah's one of my favorite people in the world, but fuck auditioning for her. Like, yeah, I'm not down to do her. that.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, I love Leah, and I, I just
0: saw her. Like, oh, oh are you go, Sorry.
1: I just saw her last week, actually. And, um, I just saw her last week. We. Um, when the the year below me which would have been you
0: yeah the NQs that, news, that we were in.
1: Um the year below me they were doing their yeah uh uh-huh, they were doing their Shakespeare shows so we went along to support and it was it was insane because it was like obviously cold times it was, it was outside it was like outside at the parking, the, the car park. Yeah and year- um we I was only the only one place. doing all the sort of tech business yeah aha, uh-huh. and she was like I just remember walking like I got out of the car and I walked up and I was like where is she and she was sitting under a tree because it was raining she was like sitting in a bush with like her laptop and like the <laughs> the speakers and stuff like she's hard working the girl like uh, I to give it to her but and I hadn't saw her in like god like a year and a half and then I was like
0: what shows did they do and yeah
1: they done Oh, sugar. <laughs> they done um, let me think. Let me think. They'd done A Winter's Tale and Coral- like, Coralineus? Coralineus? Yeah, Corollaneus. I can never say it. Coralineus. <laughs> yeah, they done that. And really good. They for for the circumstances, it was really good, you know, yeah. and getting it done outside. And it was it was a female that played. My
0: heart genuinely just goes out
1: to anyone right now yeah uh-huh and um, it was a female that played Coriolanus and she was amazing Um, she was really really good she was like this little tiny little girl and she was a bit and Coriolanus was quite a big role yeah. you know she's done amazing it was well great. I mean we both know, know that when really we go on audition
0: because Leah always does shake yeah and this is like I should probably just say this if you're in the Glasgow area or surrounding areas and you want to study acting I cannot recommend Kel- Glasgow Kelvin College enough like the lecturers are fucking amazing like you get to do proper professional theatre shows and everything and you don't just get shit because you're getting shit like I had just played a lead role and then went in an audition for Macbeth and got another Macbeth it's all done very properly Um, and we both know how hard it is to get that main role in and Leah doesn't give you it unless you are like can do it
1: Yeah, you can prove yourself. I mean, I, when I um, went and for like, even when I was in NQ and we done, the shows we done was After Juliet and Start Swimming. um, And I remember being like... I text them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You text them, I remember. You done our auditions, I'm sure.
0: I done your auditions for Be My Baby and Elva Lily.
1: Oh, of course, yeah yeah uh-huh and um, yeah no I remember going in for my audition for after uh, yeah after Juliet and I was like I can't really go like that's no like I have now been flung into the defense so I think it was that audition Leah, like, completely flung me off and I was like I can't do anything and she was like no like you've got this like I'm the lead role. there you have Rosalind and I was like oh sure, maybe I can do it yeah and that kind of Leah did give me you know the, the lecturers at college really gave me the, the the tools and the props to believe in myself and actually chase what I wanted yeah. to do and like yeah they were really they were really really good I, I love I love going to college and I'd really really miss it still oh, sorry. I really miss college you need so different from it
0: What's your favorite line of dialogue that you've ever gotten to say?
1: Oh. Shit, that's a hard one. Um, I'm probably God. I don't know specifically. Probably from like "Be My Baby" because I loved when I played Queenie. She yeah. had some really good one-liners. She was really sassy and stuff. Um, I don't know, but we had some good monologues that Leah gave us. There was a monologue, and I'm sure you know this one well. It was um, uh, the Big Men monologue.
0: Uh, I, love like, I love big men.
1: I love big men. Big, quiet, strong men. That whole monologue was just a scream. That was mm. um that was funny. God, I not think of You know, I'd completely
0: forgotten about that.
1: Oh.
0: Like, because yeah. I remember <laughs> we had to do the one, you're a star, you, you're a star. I love you, I love you. And we had to dance. Love, like, that was too. oh
1: god, what was her name? What was his oh. name? No clue. It was from the play it was two. from two. That had some good monologue. Yeah, yeah it yeah, did. That.
0: So let's I mean we've sort of segued ourselves into it. Let's talk about college. So that's where we met. Obviously, we spoke about it. Yeah. And you you played lead roles in every single play that you were in. Yeah, it's
1: pretty I mean, unheard of that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was really fortunate that I, I
0: did get some good roles.
1: And yeah. um, I was also really fortunate that I got the roles that I wanted to. Um, and I think part of that is I, I did work hard. Yeah. Which I, I really tried to prove myself after they uh, gave me the the, the arts that I needed. So.
0: Yeah. So obviously November 2019, you were doing Shakespeare, which was um, a cross play of Othello and Merchant of the mm-hmm. uh, Merchant of Venice and you were playing Desdemona and it was fucking amazing. Because I, I, I think I came to um, But yeah. three months later, you're in rehearsals for a new play your final ever production at Glasgow Kelvin College and we all go into a little thing called lockdown what was that like having your last ever show at college cancelled because yeah. of Covid?
1: Yeah it, it was really sad yeah I think it was just we built such a great relationship in a re- class with everyone and it was like this is our last hurrah this is our last kind of thing together that we can celebrate and if we had known show. that doing Shakespeare yeah like, just being together
0: like like just that like, like obviously I graduated the year before you and you didn't get a proper graduation like we had a grad ball like you came to our grad ball and things no. but it was yeah, never
1: about like uh, yeah that. we didn't get a proper graduation yeah no. we Evers was a virtual graduation we got online but yeah. even at What's that, the point? Be...
0: Um, if you were booked to do a one-month run in a two-person show in the west end and you could pick anyone with no financial restraints to be your co-star who would you pick?
1: oh anyone anyone um... in the
0: world so my answer is forever and always Catherine Tate
1: okay okay yeah I'm gonna say probably James McAvoy a fellow ah. Scotsman um, nah. either James McAvoy or Meryl Street, a classic oh. like they're just my two favorites but <laughs> yeah that goes without saying it. just James McAvoy though he's definitely one of my favorite I actors love and, but oh god, I love, I like love his his him like his on him yes
0: like uh-huh. shameless I just, shameless I was
1: actually I started re-watching oh my god I yeah I started watching Shameless. and um, That's
0: my dog working. <laughs> that's all good. Shameless UK is one of the best TV shows ever made in yeah. Britain, and I will fight yeah. anyone that says the American I, version I, I is better.
1: Oh no! Yeah, hundred percent. Like I first I watched the UK one when it kind of came out. Oh I yeah, was, like, young, young. I grew like, up I'm, watching I'm Shameless when I should have. It was been. inappropriate for me to watch. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah it was like definitely inappropriate.
0: <laughs> who's your favourite Shameless character?
1: Oh my gosh, oh who's my favourite Shameless character? Um, god, I do like I love him. Um... Do, you know, do you know, I love the brothers in it, Let and Ian. <laughs>
0: We're going to play a game and it's called Stage Right or Stage Shite. And it is a game where we have three crazy fucking sometimes absurd stories that are drama school, theater related. They're all submitted by our listeners, but one of them is fake from our producer, Heather. You are the saboteur. Um, and it is our job to find out which one is which. I have the answer in a sealed envelope so we can play it along together. So number okay. one. I got a phone call from one of my friends who had been at a networking event, a networking event in Manhattan. My agent was also at the networking event and my friend knew that she was my agent. So they got chatting and my agent told my friend that she was so sorry to hear of my passing. I hadn't got an audition in a couple of weeks because my agent thought that I was dead. P.S. She had mixed me up with another client.
1: What? Jesus Christ. Number two. Really not. Oh, I don't
0: know. Number two, I was standing out the back of the theater having a fag during a show, and I could hear the show over the intercom, so I knew that I had plenty of time before I had to be back on stage. But I let the door close on me as I was putting the fag out and had to run around to the front of the theater and get backstage through the service entrance. I missed my cue by seven seconds.
1: I feel like that's
0: pretty, that's something that would happen. That's something that would happen to me. <laughs> yeah, <it> would. <laughs> Number three, the director of my final secondary school play was an old, I don't know if this word is allowed to be said, can you say Bible bashing or will people get offended?
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the director of my final secondary school play was an old Bible-bashing Christian lady and she cut me from the play that I was in because she suspected I was using drugs. In reality, it was the middle of summer and I suffer from really bad hay fever and I was feeling it. The only pills I've ever popped are allergy tablets. Oh my God. <laughs> so what one do you think is the lie?
1: I think... The lie is the first
0: one. You know, like, I just feel like that's too left field for it to be the lie.
1: I know, I know. I feel like even though the second one is quite, that could be a common thing, but is that, is it, are we, you know, in a reversal card? I don't know, I've uh, done
0: that. I I think... number three would be the lie because like for me you don't have to come off my answer surely you would just go to somebody higher up and be like listen i'm not on drugs she's cut me at the plate i just have really bad hair fever <laughs> like do you know um, what i mean like you wouldn't be like i'm, mm-hmm. I'm not using heroin i'm using pyritin. <laughs> i'm
1: not using heroin oh.
0: <laughs> like So I'm going to go for number three, what are you thinking?
1: Um, I'm going to go, do you know, I'm going to go for number two, because I feel like that's quite a, yeah, no, I'm going to go for number
0: two. I'm opening the envelope, will you be right or will you be wrong, will you join loads of people on the, I don't, I should have kept track of how many people have got it right and who got it wrong. so if anybody I love
1: that name stage <laughs> you know what million. it was really
0: it was very nearly stage right or stage bullshit and I was talking no
1: about
0: I was talking about it to Jack May. like some of the old like here are my outlines <laughs> for like the programs and some of like the very first outlines have stage right or stage bullshit about it and I was talking to Jack May about it and I was like I've got this new idea for a segment and I, I told him about it and he was like you can't call it bullshit it has to be stage right or stage shite
1: That. That is so good i have to Not thank that, all of my yeah. friends
0: for loads of different things jack came up with stage right or stage shite right, and yeah. heather was the one that came up with the idea how fucking stupid am i i'd been doing this podcast for <laughs> 12 weeks and never thought about using beauty school dropout as the theme tune that was all heather spiden oh,
1: i was like you know, I was actually just thinking about that morning. I was like, that is like that is genius.
0: Like that is sheer genius. Me and Heather were literally sitting at my desk doing play stuff, and I've got a drama school dropout sticker on my desk. And she literally just started going, "Drama school dropout, no graduation <laughs> day," and I was like, "What? Why have I never thought of that?" But also, the answer you were correct. No, it's number yeah. two you got it right i got oh it wrong
1: yeah, yeah i felt like that one was just i felt like that one was just too like you know like i i felt like the other two were quite you know wow like, what the fuck i mean i, I really feel really sorry
0: for the person whose agent thought she was dead we're coming to the end of the podcast now thank you so much for coming on it's been it's been lovely to catch Hello. up we're gonna have to thank do you. it in real life soon
1: Oh, we will. I've so enjoyed this. I remember, I feel like one of the last times I heard from you was when you, like, called me randomly one day. Yeah, yeah, it was to ask you about a pregnancy, bump. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) You know? Yeah, that was like, you called me randomly.
0: Where can everyone find you on social media, Holly?
1: Oh, okay. So my Instagram is at Holes Prouse, P-R-O-W-S-E. And my Twitter, I think, is the same. I think it's
0: underscore, Paul's price. Yeah. And as per usual, it'll all be in the description box below. Thank you so much, Holly, for coming on. Thank
1: thank you so much. Lovely
0: to have you on. And thank you so much to everyone listening at home. Genuinely, it's still... Blows my mind that at this point in time, we are currently charting in four different countries across three different continents. Oh um, my God. So please help us stay up in the charts, share the podcast with your friends if you enjoy it. Le- scroll down, leave a little rating and a review because it fuels my fantasy of being absolutely famous. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and remember if you've got a story for Stage Right or Stage Shite, right, you can email us by emailing us using the email address drama school dropout pod pod at gmail.com. And I will be back the same time next week. Same time, same place next week 7am on a Tuesday with a brand new guest today I've been Ingram Noble and I've been ch- chatting to Holly Prowse so make sure you follow us all on social media and share the love because a like and a follow is absolutely free see you again next week guys Drama School tropper. No graduation day for you Drama School
1: Dropout course, now try something new, time is good for